0: Well, hello crowd from concrete listeners. Um, I hope that everyone has been good um and well and looking forward to the new year and Christmas. Um I know we like two months, like there's two months left till the year ends, but um I hope we are truly all looking forward to 2023. I've been hearing a lot of cries about what a bad year 2022 was. Um for me, it was a bit of a mix, I guess, yeah, it was a bit of a mix of both things I think um one thing is that I have discovered a lot of my potential, you know, I was just thinking this morning truly um I was just thinking of the nande that I was in twenty nineteen and the Nande that I am in twenty twenty two and man, emotionally yeah i've 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 i' I'm, I'm in a very better place. Even in um even in how I handle um myself and uh, my emotions, I think so. Yeah, I'm not complaining a lot truly about 2022. I think every weapon that was formed in 2022, I yeah, I I I. I conquered over it, you know, I, I truly feel like I conquered over it and I'm proud of myself for that, truly. I'm proud of myself. I was just thinking about it this morning that you know I'm really proud of myself because any of the weapons that were formed <laughs> um this year, had they happened in twenty nineteen, we are lazy casual. <laughs> but okay, yeah, yeah, I I, I I grace over everyone who feels like it's been a lot. Um, just really grace because I think we all experience each year differently, and I don't think that uke feelish some form of of shaking. But yeah, I I hope that everyone has made it on the other side. Um. Yeah. So I'm at the basement at work. I'm on lunch. So I thought let me quickly record. So if you do hear any kinds of sounds, there's construction going on, so get get a bit um noisy, but they're also going on lunch, I think. So hopefully we'll get through it without any weird um noises. But I was just thinking the other day, just inspired get to write something on the podcast. Um I was just thinking the other day about how I've always feared, you know, like living an average life, mediocre life, whichever word that you choose to use. You know, living that life, knowing very well that I'm meant to do more. And there was a time in my life where I knew for sure that I should be doing more. Because there's that, there's just so much that is mundane about my life that's um, stagnant, that is um, delaying, so to speak. You know, and... Also, accompanying accompanying that fear, one of my fears as well was always not finishing what I've started, which was something that has, that followed me for quite a, a long time. Um, but I think what propelled me a lot of times to push through was the fear that you know what if I don't finish what I start, I'm scared that it will trickle into. The next generation and specifically the next generation being my own kids, you know. And I think Goku, I don't wanna say <laughs> And by the way guys, thank you so much for uh, the feedback on my last podcast, which was um now that I'm almost thirty, I, I enjoyed the responses. Some people are like, I suka, you are only a month um left to be thirty, so you're yeah, fine buna thirty. Doesn't matter guys, podcast, I was almost thirty because I wasn't thirty yet. So please leave me alone. Thanks. <laughs> but I think eh, um I think Goku I I'm I'm seeing like I said at first but I'm seeing a lot of potential um that I didn't know I had just coming to the fore. I'm seeing a lot of my character being built up in ways that I never thought capable. Um even my personality even even uh, even uh, in, uh <laughs> even in how i handle um certain things my response to certain things you know i'm i think the and i'm I would have reacted a certain way, but now I'm like this, and the things that I'm able to push through now definitely years back i i didn't have that capacity but now I'm like I'm I was Going to I know how to do this and I know how to do this. Um, you know, and I've always been kind of, you know, the personality, the four types of personalities, the phlegmatic, um choleric, analyzer, stabilizer, I think, yes. Those I'm an stabilizer and phlegmatic are the same thing. But as I for personalities, guys, that you can <laughs> choleric. Yeah. Choleric, um, phlegmatic, stabilizer. But yeah, those four personalities, I never, I figured that I would ever fall under Udua. I always thought I'm like classical analyzer, but Um, my kind of work has kind of shown me that I do have Dua in me, you know. So I'm grateful for that. I'm truly, I truly am grateful for that because I didn't know I had it in me, but because of the kind of work that I do. I've kinda had to step out and 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 have that tour. So I'm 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 grateful for that. But I really that like there's nothing mediocre about my life first and foremost. <laughs> like nothing mediocre about the my life. But I think right now I don't really have like a good grasp of what mediocre is and what extraordinary is. Because each day I'm realizing that extraordinary can be so quiet, so unseen, unrecognized, which is entirely different from what I had imagined when I was younger, when I had fears of living an average life um i had I had imagined being extraordinary, being loud, being known, studying the greatest movements to ever hit planet earth, you know um I don't know, I just I just pictured something that people see, yeah. But not just even of 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 and as, I don't know how to explain it, but that you are being extraordinary even when you are being a support system a but you are being a support system. But for me, um when I was younger, being extraordinary meant being the one who's pushing the vision to a certain degree. And yeah, I think that that was what I, I had pictured in mind, you know, like, yeah, like for me, famous people were living extraordinary lives, but yeah, I think I just, I just, I just had imagined extraordinary as a measure of fame, but gay, under 80 with growth comes a bit of perspective. And I don't know if any of you have ever read Langotika 80 <coughs> long. It the elect lady, in the book he kind of talks about how his mom had to lay down a lot for Eddie and his siblings. Um, to for Eddie to become who he became in his life and in the world, just globally and the kind of impact that um Eddie Long would have. And in the book he alludes to he alludes a lot of that of his successes and his impact in the world, to his mom laying down her life in spite of circumstances that had made her want to leave them and the husband died. yeah so to eddie his mom had lived an extraordinary life because she had completely laid down her life for him um to be to be the extraordinary eddie long that we've come to known and refer to in our podcast i guess and you know how he became known just globally i guess um but eddie long's mom's extraordinary it was quiet it was resilient um, because she had reasons in wanting to leave them, but she chose, but I'll stay. So that's like resilience to a certain degree and maybe, you know, unrecognizable, maybe to someone looking from afar, it was like, oh, my mother, it is doing something that's a norm. a thing that any mother should do or any mother should be doing. And then there's the extraordinary, you know, a great impact that just reverberates the whole globe it's not quiet it's not as silent as the G in lasagna <laughs> had to put that in obviously because guys I used to call a lasagna Jean. please laugh with me it was my mom who told me the G is actually silent so yeah I'm the joke <laughs> lasagene guys because there's a G obviously um but anyway i was still saying um you know there's there's that in there's that global impact which is what i had in mind when when dr tom extraordinary it was that you know you have a great impact it's not quiet um your name literally is thrown in rooms where great people's names are thrown that kind of extraordinary and thinking about that kind of just yeah thinking about how I've always feared um medio mediocre but I, I also had like simultaneously had a fear of a, a very loud extraordinary and a very loud existence because of the kind of pressure that I imagined exists with being out there you know the kind of pressure and how one needs to think of what they what they present, how they present it. But I guess get okay, all of us that's something that you you have to be intentional about to a certain degree. Mana, this is how I want to present myself. Um, but get okay, what I knew for sure was that I I wanted to finish things I've started because every weapon guys like I said before every weapon formed against me was to not finish and if I did finish it had to be a very substance I don't know how to put it in English but substance you know it's not something that I can stand and be proud of because I ain't well, you know, I just wanted to be able to say I finished well, you know. And I I I just remembered how I struggled through varsity. Yo, guys, I struggled to finish. And that was not because I wasn't a smart student. You know, I was but the system was built different and we were struggling financially at home. So My mom wouldn't pay my school fees because she was just going through some financial issues of her own and she wouldn't be able to pay my school fees and during exam time it was a bit of a challenge because they wouldn't let me write, they wouldn't let me go into the exam room to write the exam on that day and when we were finally able to pay my school fees and I was given an opportunity to write, guys... They would literally place five or six exam papers for one day. Like Lanitian is <laughs> bale zonge is examination papers in one day, two hours, three hours exam Yo <laughs> Oh guys, what a dark time. You wouldn't pay me to go back there, hey? Literally you wouldn't pay me. You know, and get, yeah, I'd make it through some papers and I'd fail some, um, because I had to then even cram the studying, so it was just a lot. It was just a lot. It was just too much. I think on my brain, it was too much on my brain as well. So it that kind of resulted into like two extra years, um, to my time in varsity. And when I made it past, and it was time for me to, to kind of do my internship, get. Yeah, I got accepted into this other company which was supposed to train me (laughs) in public relations and then sign my logbook and I get my certificate that says I actually did study public relations. When I tell you guys that all they made me do is to print papers, that I didn't understand. Um, it was to staple papers you know which was okay but it wasn't okay in the sense that I was supposed to be getting training you know they took me saying I'm gonna get into training for PR and I wasn't doing anything that had anything to do with PR and time I guess okay, in my terms time was against me I needed to get my my training and I needed to get my logbook signed and I needed to get that certificate i stayed probably like two months at the company um whilst again, still trying other avenues um and they did shame they did promise to sign my logbook either way whether i did whether i did do retraining apr or not they would they would sign my logbook but for me it felt like a shortcut you know it felt like i was taking the easy way out let alone freud you freaking lent <laughs> I like doing fraud so i was like no um yeah no i battled yo because i desperately wanted my certificate but i didn't know if i wanted to compromise my integrity to that degree you know and landiti probably it would just be me and my bosses who knew why not this is like but she got a certificate but yeah i felt like i was just um it was a shortcut and I was robbing myself to a certain degree. I mean, guys, integrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I wanted to keep my integrity in- intact. And the one thing that also came into mind a lot was one day I'm in my house, my certificate is up there, my kids are here and my bonus certificate is ka mama. And mom didn't even get the certificate on merit. I probably would never be able to to utter how I got the certificate, you know, like the story behind it, I probably wouldn't even feel proud of myself then. It would just be a story of shame, you know, for my kids. So I I was just like, no, no, I wouldn't be proud showing off this certificate, you know, that I didn't get on merit. So I set my mom down and I told her I'd reject the offer to have the logbook signed without me putting any work. And then I resigned from the company. I think it took me like another year or so before I could get another internship. But this time, when I got it, it was actually legit. Um, they trained me in PR. I did my time, got my logbook signed. When I went to submit my logbook, they told me I'd failed a module and I couldn't get my certificate without finishing that module. So, I was, yo, guys, my head was spinning because I was shown, Kabile, you know, and as far as my final results are concerned, I had passed, so I don't so I remember my head was just spinning, and I asked, which module is that, and how long would it take?" And they said a year, and I didn't imagine myself dependent to finish a module because you know we were still struggling financially, also in i my internship wasn't paying enough for me to kind of you know afford a rent. So it was just a lot. You know it's just a lot. Um but get long story short, I broke down in the office and then I left and I scrambled through my emails because I didn't brought my results um I did not brought my results from home. So I scrambled through my emails because I knew I had the results on my emails. I scrambled through and I found my results that were proving that I had, in fact, passed that module, you know. So they apologized, and I got my certificate. And that's just making the long story short. Um, and I got what I really had wanted to get from it. You know, I had finished strong. And whether it was extraordinary or not, to me, finishing strong in that moment was... Um. really my greatest desire and I knew it was something that God wanted for me to do you know it was something that God really wanted me to do and I think right now my life is like it's a bit safer um, it's a different fight so to speak yes there's so many things that I still want to venture into so certain things that I still want to do um, and I'm still going to do them because low, like I've become such a, let's do it, <laughs> let's do it, kind of do it. And I've never been like that. You know, it's just, it's something new that I'm exploring. But okay, yeah, I'm still kind of seeking God on certain areas. But where have I settled? Where should I be pushing a little bit more? And where is mediocre in my life? Because guys, I still don't want to live a mediocre life. Um, I'm trying my level best to extract out of me everything that God wants me to extract out of myself that is from him, you know. And just to go back to um, Eddie Long's mom, I think to a certain degree, and I say certain degree a lot, I don't know why, (laughs) but I think to a certain degree, Um, extraordinary is subjective, you know. Um, Eddie Long found his mom to have done an extraordinary thing and you know she did she did and she did such an extraordinary thing in his son's eyes that he even wrote a book based on her sacrifice um calling her the elect lady literally selected by god you know for 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 her laying down her life for her kids um And then Eddie himself then um, having a global impact, extraordinary in a loud way, but still extraordinary. His mom, extraordinary in a quiet and resilient way, still extraordinary. But then more than it is really about um, mediocre versus an extraordinary life, above and beyond all of that, it is living according to the will and the purpose of God above all you know and for me with my certificate I knew I wanted my certificate but I wanted my integrity more and to finish strong and I knew that that's what Christ wanted for me to wanted for me too so as I am reflective of what it means to be extraordinary I am not advocating for laziness or to sleep on our talents but I am not advocating for fame either more than anything. I'm advocating for a submitted life, a life submitted to Christ. Whether God has called one to stay at home and raise the world's next leaders or God has called you to be a world leader, I hope we're doing all of it within his will and not dismissing the little details in between. Because in the year um I don't know what it could have blocked along the way. I really don't know what it could have blocked along the way. And I don't know there are certain things that it has opened that probably I don't even know because I stood in a and I said I'm not gonna take the easy way out. I'm not gonna get things um without marriage, I'm not gonna get things without working with the working for them you know if I have to work I have to work for them and Landiti, had I compromised my integrity then I don't know if I'd be where I am today I don't know if I'd be who I am today I don't know if I would have been able to maintain character throughout the years and not that I am not that that was like the be all and end all but it was probably one of those one of those where one would have seen as insignificant get like sign a certificate from a certificate and then go look for a permanent job but for me it meant living years having kids still feeling like I compromised and having something that is stuck on my wall one day in my house and every time I walk past it I am I am I kind of you know just to be blanketed by shame so yeah like I think when I think about it I think about that and that it was one of those moments in my life where now I'm like yo that was such a full circle moment because I finished that and I finished it strong and so whatever that extraordinary looks like for us as long as it it, as long as it is within the bounds of God's will. And I cannot emphasize that enough. That extraordinary has to be within God's will. Because outside of God's will, it's only dead works. And we're called on to truly bear fruit and bear much fruit. Thank you so much for listening um, to my podcast. Um, Thank you for staying through. Today, it's quite long, I guess. I think I was bubbling with thoughts and busy, I don't even think I articulated them well enough, but I hope I make sense. Bless you guys so much. And I hope we are all just pursuing God's will above all. It is not a perfect walk. Um, It is not a perfect walk. And sometimes it's really not the easiest, but... God says his walk is easy and his burden is light. And all the time it is better to be in his will than outside of it. So bless you guys and have an awesome two months to come <laughs> to end the year. And I hope we are all just looking forward to the new year. Um, I love you guys so much. And yeah, no, I'll be back before the end of the year. but I'll be back before the end of the year. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys the next time.